The Sisters Grimm podcast is intended for mature audiences only. Please listen at your own discretion. Blackest eyes, the devil's eyes. If it doesn't fit, you must acquit. The most notorious serial killer in the nation, the Night Stalker. The Boston Strangler. The Son of Sam, the infamous Zodiac Killer. What's your favorite scary movie? Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Sisters Grim Podcast. I'm Morgan. I'm Holly. And we're here to talk about the 90s, baby. We're still on our decade episodes and we have got to the year 1990. Holly, how old were you in the year 1990? I was 18. <laughs> <laughs> you weren't even in 1990 let's see three the no for the majority of the year i was two and then at the very end i was like you know what i'm gonna be three (laughs) and i had my little actual golden birthday oh my god your golden birthday came so quick in your life yes but i realized as i was like looking at movies specifically for the 90s i was like oh wow this is like the first year in my like life that you remember films? That I remember. Well, and I remember walk. I was able to walk. <laughs> and I could walk around like video stores. Oh, period. Because should I just start out with my first movie? Let's start it the hell out. Because my first movie is um, the second Child's Play. Oh. And I have, I know I've talked about it on the podcast before, but I have that very distinct memory of going into the, the, into the local video store. And seeing a huge cardboard cutout of Chucky cutting off the like Jack in the Box head, and me being like, "Dad, what the actual fuck?" <laughs> I mean, I was two, but I was like, "Dad, explain this." At two, saying what the actual fuck? Yeah, I didn't understand. That I was, was literally yeah. dressed like Chucky yesterday. Morgan was. I got home and I was like, "Are you fucking child's play?" play? <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, love no, that, that movie was good. I liked the and not just for the. I did like the second outtake. one. But I hated the third one. Yeah, because that one's like at a... So we will not be speaking about that one. No, and that one didn't have much of a cultural... uh, Yeah. So my favorite movie from the year 1990 was actually a TV movie. Stop it. It. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I have a TV... TV People really don't remember it as a TV film, though. But, like, if you look at it, like juxtaposed to the new one like you'll just see how little gore and how it's not graphic because it was made for tv but it was considered one of like the scariest things it is terrifying because tim curry did such as much as i love bill skarsgård's it tim curry just like embodied it he body oddied it yeah, he bodied that. He, he bodied that, that trend hard. That movie is so fucking scary and like long that, as shit. Because if you ask anyone, I feel like our age, if like they're afraid of clowns, and if you mention one of the clowns, they would say Pennywise. One thousand percent. But that like, is it, the clown. The original one. Like now, kids nowadays, 
because I substitute teach, little kids are obsessed with Pennywise. Not in the way that we were, though. Like, we were scared. No, they're like, dude, he looks fun. He's cute. He's fun. We want to hang out with him. Because this. Probably because it's Bill Skarsgård. He is cute. Well, and this current generation of children are absolute maniacs. They're all just little its themselves. Period. So, what was like your favorite movie from the year 1991? 91. So, this movie also had a big impact on me. So, dad rented this, or it could have just been on TV. It was the movie Gremlins 2 New Batch. Okay. And it made me think that my parents were aliens for a long time. For so long you thought mom and dad were aliens. She would be like, she would just be like, give it up, dad. I know you're an alien. And he'd be like, Holly, shut the fuck up. Yeah. So watch that with him, giving him side eye, just like went into their bedroom random. I remember you thought all adults were aliens. You're like, yeah, the bus driver Morgan is an alien. And I was like. Scared. Me pushing alien conspiracy theories onto Morgan when she's like five. <laughs> I'm like, what, dude? I'm not even born at this point yet of the 90s. Well, yeah, no, not this point. My favorite movie from 1991 is Silence of the Lambs. Oh, yeah. Lamb? Silence of the Lambs. Yeah, yeah. no, there was multiple lambs. Yeah, that movie is Sheep. just, I mean, so iconic. I've never seen any of the, like, prequels or sequels, or I think they're all prequels, question mark, but I've never seen them. You must not remember because I think you have. Oh. Well, because I, like, I could have sworn that you had seen, like, the- So much of my one. life is Holly telling me that I've done something that I don't remember. I and, know. like, does it count if I don't remember? I don't know. It feels like you're, um, it's, it's giving 51st dates where I, like, have to explain <laughs> everything to you every day. Because I'll be like, oh, I've never been to blah, blah. And you'll be like, yes, you have. And I'll be like, okay, as a cognitive adult. Okay, but, like, that doesn't change the fact that you'll- you my were, body has been there. Your my body form. Was there. Your form. Yeah. In this form. I don't You're think we need to it. talk much about like Silence of the Lamb, but like, hello, Clarice. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Obviously, that was a really good one. But I was trying to go with a little more obscure. No, I this love round. that. Well, and and also nostalgia picks. Period. Dude, Gremlins Two is a big deal. I mean, it scared the fuck out of me. Right. Okay, so we're moving on to the year 1992, a.k.a. the year I was brought into this fucking world, baby. Wait. What? Wait. Child's Gremlins 2 did not come out. I, for some reason, had three movies. Okay, so actually, my 91 movie is the movie, arguably, not So you did have Silence of the Lambs. I just had it on there to talk about. All right, sorry about that. So my real first 19th, uh, the year 91, it's this movie called Body Parts with Jeff Fahey. And it's, like, about this killer who, like, comes back using, like, other people's body parts. It's really messed up. But a cool thing about it was that all of the campaigning or advertisements were banned from the entire state of Wisconsin because it came out during the time of Jeffrey Dahmer. Oh. That's when he got arrested? Yes. Mm. Around that time, when yeah. I think of Jeffrey Dahmer, I think of the 70s. That's weird, because he was definitely not operating then. Oh. And you should know that. I know, right? <laughs> That's fine. I don't care. I don't keep all of the Jeffrey Dahmer information in my brain. I need space for other stuff. For totally. So... Love. 92. 92. So, this one is probably one of my favorite movies. Like, top 20. It is Army of Darkness. Mm. Technically, Evil Dead 3. 
I was kind of surprised you didn't pick Evil Dead 2. For, well, Evil Dead 2 came out in the 80s. Oh, right. If Spoiler Evil Dead alert. Two had also come out, in, <laughs> that would have been a little busy for that for Period. Bruce, Bruce. But um, yeah, I just like I like when they go back in time. Mm-hmm. Like, and he just goes. I like that. I kind just of love stuff. Bruce Campbell. And Bruce Campbell's just so funny. Oh my god! Total side note. But, like, just to throw it in there, because we've never talked about, like, gaming before on the podcast, but I have gotten obsessed with the horror game um, Dead by Daylight, you guys. Is Bruce in there? Yeah, he's he's a survivor you could be, is Bruce Campbell, and everyone plays as him. But, y'all, if you have an Xbox or a PlayStation, y'all need to be playing Dead by Daylight, because it is the most iconic horror game ever. I love it. I play as Michael Myers, and I just kill bitches. Yeah, Morgan sent me a picture where she was playing against three steves yeah three steve harrington's what's annoying though is like so they did a stranger things like thing back in like i don't know i think when the third season came out maybe no oh yeah because it scoops ahoy yeah yeah and then then like now you can't buy him anymore but like if you had him you can keep playing as him but like you aren't allowed to buy him which is a bummer because i would buy him well it seems like he also has multiple outfits yeah like he has his like green he has his first season outfit his his second season season outfit. outfit and scoops i swear to god i saw somebody one of those Steves wearing his Christmas outfit he's wearing at the very end of season one. Yeah, they probably have a, a lot. Yeah. Anyway, it's, it's just Dead by Daylight if you like did, horror. Dead by Daylight. Did. Okay, so now I'm on 92. No, you're at the year you were born. I know. And the best horror movie from the year I was born is Candyman. Oh, yeah. Love Candyman. Um, another funny substitute teaching story okay. is this kid came up to me and he was like, He's like, have you heard about Candyman? And I was like, yeah. I was like, don't say his name three times. And, and did he, he just run away screaming? No, but they were like, it's real. He's like, you know it's based on a true story, right? And I'm <laughs> like, it's not. And then he ran away. Shut <laughs> up. He yeah, that's that's little kids for yeah. you. They're so funny. But yeah, Candyman, <laughs> so good. As a Chicago girly, I always love watching a movie that takes place where I'm from. And... Um, it's just so damn good. I mean, we've talked about it quite that a bit. That actress slays, too. Oh, yeah. She's iconic. She's also in the number 23. The actress. Is. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then, obviously, Tony Todd is just Tony Todd a is horror literally like icon. A god. Tony Todd is a god. We didn't really talk about him at all when we were bringing so. up Final Destination last time, but we've definitely brought him up in the conversation of Final Destination before, so, like, we can move on. The Destination conversation, if you will. Period. <laughs> so, like, what is your movie from the year 1993, Holly? Okay. Okay. So, like, not bear with me, but, like, hear me out. Okay. No, I actually have a hear me out for 93 as well. Jurassic Park. Period. I mean. It's a scary movie. It's in our theme song. Yeah, it is. It's, it's like, in our theme song. Yeah, we were also watching it literally last night. It's so scary. It's yeah. scary. Uh, it's I scary. still say that, like, the my first horror movie in a theater viewing was the third Jurassic Park 3 Jurassic Park the third Jurassic Park the three yeah <laughs> yeah no it is fucking scary I mean obviously I think a lot of people would disagree but I highly agree with you and you know why because my favorite horror movies from the year 1993 uh were Nightmare Before Christmas and Hocus Pocus <laughs> pop off queen um both scared oh my god both iconic such iconic films I did not know they both came out the same year 93 yeah. So, yeah I'm trying to think yeah because I remember both of those scaring me. 
especially a nightmare before Christmas. Oh, yeah. you. My mom and dad always joke about the fact that Holly is five years older than me. And I only ever wanted to watch Nightmare Before Christmas. And my mom and dad joke about how I would be in there just like singing along and Holly would be running out, screaming, crying, and throwing up. Shut up. You guys are not always saying that. And I'd be like, in the strong crowd. But actually, my movie is because I didn't think you would accept those answers. I, mean, I chose Leprechaun. Oh, which I don't accept. I kind actually. of I'm love Leprechaun. I mean, a Jennifer Aniston and a baddie, yeah, and also like, listen, if if it's St. Patrick's Day, I'm either watching Leprechaun or I'm watching Luck of the Irish. Oh yeah, I was gonna say, <laughs> bitch, you better say Luck of the Irish. Okay, so what is your movie from the year 1994? Okay. Sorry, I need to stop talking. Well, about this. this must have been. Um, a theme for Stephen King books in the 90s for having because this was technically I think a mini series mm. but it is his Stephen King's book The Stand they recently redid mm. it and it was not good I heard I didn't watch it wait is The Stand based on Stand by Me no 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 that's the body right I think yeah. okay so The Stand is like um this like deadly plague kills the world's population and then there's like two groups and they like have to meet together it's very you know it's really good so but it's like a couple episodes and it came out in 1994 okay so it's more of like a series i mean a little tiny one but yeah (laughs) i mean technically it was two parts that's true it was kind of a series um so mine from 1994 is new nightmare period i figured you'd probably go with that it's iconic you guys other than the first one it's the best one yeah you think so one thousand percent i am not on the train of thinking that the third one is that good okay i'm so sorry everyone no that's good that's good that's good okay so what is yours from the year 1995 okay everyone bear with me here for a second wow you've got a lot of uh I have, to, to, I have to apologize for a lot of my answers right. pre preemptively. So trying to ride on the like coattails of Jurassic Park, they're okay. like, hey, what if we took this other book that Michael Crichton made that's like kind of the same thing but with a gorilla? Period. And we made it a movie. Oh. And yeah. we put Tim Curry in it and we made him have a British accent for some Tim reason. Tim Curry was out here in the nineties. And uh Laura Linney is in it and I can't think of his name, Dylan something, but he was like he was from uh Nip Tuck. Mm. Um it's fucking hilarious, you guys. It's not a horror movie? It, no, it is a horror movie, oh, okay. but it's also really funny because it's about, um, he, like, the dude has, like, this very close relationship with Amy the gorilla, and she can, like, talk, but then she starts Cute. going, like, Sounds like rogue. Mighty Joe Young. Yeah. It's not, but she <laughs> drinks martinis and smokes the cigars. Gorilla? The gorilla? Shut the fuck up. And when I say cig- cigars, I think it may have been a blunt. Oh my but God, it is period. it is good. It is not as good as um, obviously Jurassic Park, but it's a fun watch. Okay, and scary. So my movie, I mean, Halloween Curse of Michael Myers came out that year. I do like that movie, but it's not my favorite. It's whatever. Is this a horror movie? Seven. Oh yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Seven is terrifying and Seven's like creepy so and scary. fucked. Uh, if I can say Congo, you can say seven. Yeah, the sloth scene, so fucked up. The opening scene with the uh, gluttonous guy, disgusting. It's just so iconic. All of those. The, the uh, end, the obviously. Lust, the lust, like with the guy who was. Yeah, that part was just lo- fucks him. me up. 
you didn't even have to see his like description. Yeah, his of description what was, was enough. Was so you understood iconic. what happened. You were there. It was so, this yeah. Scene. And so, are we gonna have the same one for '96, or did I, you purposefully not do the same one? Oh well, I knew if you didn't pick this movie, there was no way you were not going to pick this movie. Yeah, I obviously picked Scream. I don't right. think we need to talk about it. I don't think we need to discuss it. Well, I mean, we can talk about the fact that Scream is what kind of like catapulted the '90s into what it became and kind of bled into the 2000s, as we said last uh, episode. Because honestly, like up until this point, the 90s seemed a little lost when it came to horror movies. Oh, very. They're I mean, we, we were like Congo. I mean, we were getting a lot of really good, like literal, like Oscar. Not I don't know if Seven was nominated for anything. I believe it was. But Silence of the Lambs definitely was, right? Absolutely. And Sixth Sense came out during this time. Neither of us picked it. Um, I mean, it came out in 99. It was oh, close. Okay. But yeah, I, mean, I didn't pick it. There, it was uh, The 90s were like a golden age of movies. Like a lot of really fucking good just like blockbustery type yeah. movies came out. Because like, it was before the time like now where every weekend is, there's a blockbuster movie. It's like you well, had to things wait. things streaming. Well, that too, obviously. And like the 80s were its whole other thing. But, but Scream 1000% is like what people think about when they think about 90s horror even though it didn't happen until like the latter half of the year but it just changed everything it made people start uh and you know it made everyone start being more self-aware in horror movies it made people be able to start like talking about horror movies while they were in the horror movie it made like meta really i mean obviously all those things had happened but scream is what really did that for horror it brought it back thanks yeah (laughs) Thank you, Thanks, Wes. Guys. And um, Miss who's the writer? Why can't I think I of his name right now? I don't. Remember. You guys know. I don't remember. Okay, what was your movie? <laughs> so mine. Oh wait, did you go? Oh, you, I went you first just that time. Yeah. To go first. Okay, so my movie is the classic um, from Dusk Till Dawn. Mm, mm-hmm. It was made by uh, Robert, Robert Rodriguez. Rodriguez and written by Quentin Tarantino. And Quentin Tarantino's in it with right. George Clooney. It's just. So fucking good. Yeah. Have you seen it? I've seen parts. I've never seen parts. it like all the way through. I would definitely say go watch. It's funny. Okay, period. George Clooney is just really fucking funny in it. So to then jump from 1997, we can say this movie very much so was, well, I mean, A, it's written by the same guy who wrote Scream, but very much so was like the next Scream. I mean, not really, but I know what you did last summer. Oh, Absolutely. I mean, I that is like one I, that, to me that is more rewatchable even than Scream. I love it, especially no in the summer. See, I'm not that way. With I that movie love at all. an East Coast vibe. Oh, I love bank. a slasher. I love Sarah Michelle Gellar. Absolutely, Freddie Prince. Freddie Prince, Avi. Um, also the Disney Channel original movie Under Wraps, which is one of our favorites, came out this that year. That was a good one. Not the Under Wraps that have since come out and are all on Disney Plus. This Under Wraps for some reason isn't on Disney Plus, but it is on YouTube, you guys. So go watch it. Yeah. Um. So my movie for '97. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't know why I started going first. Sorry. No. Well, you. It's fine. So our first foreign film on the list is the movie Funny Games, mm, the original. I, thought, I knew you'd pick that one. I love that movie. Um, and the the remake, or not even the remake, the next one it's is just a shot, shot for it's shot. shot for shot. Yeah. yeah, I've heard like you can really watch whichever one, and like it's just yeah. Good. It's like, do you wanna like they did? Are you German or are you American? Or... Like it's one of those movies where like people are not like, oh my god, you have to watch the original because it's the literally, remake is just as good. It, same song, same same score, same same shots, beats, same everything. Yeah, because it, it's a universal kind of another kind home of invasion. Scary thing. Oh. 
100% home invasion. Home invasion oh. movies are terrifying. And this one, especially when people kind of do you. it for no reason. Well, when like they're just doing it for the sake of like the fact that you're a home and like just I don't know. It was scary. Totally. All right, so do you want do you want to keep going? No, you go for 98. Okay. But can we just talk about the fact that 1998 was like the fucking best year ever for horror movies? Oh my god, a oh lot my of god. really good horror movies came like, out. Like I I just I don't like think when I'm like naming all of my favorite horror movies from the 90s the fact that like majority of them came out in the same year. Like I think because of Scream and then like there was a year to kind of like figure things out. Just so much good shit came out in 1998 that like I kind of cannot pick just one. Can we rewind a couple minutes ago where you yelled at me? Minutes? For having more than one? Yeah, but at least I know that all of mine are from the year 1998. You didn't. I knew, too. It said it on them. But you, like, messed up. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Thanks. Okay, what was your 98 movie? So, I have, for 98, definitively my favorite is another um uh, foreign film it's Ringu and Ooh, another one that original. was remade and I will say this one is better than the remake really oh, I've never 100%. seen Ringu I like the ring but it is you can definitely tell unlike funny games where it's shot by shot ring and Ringu are definitely a great representation of a movie made with the Japanese with like how Jap- the Japanese culture is yeah and like what scares them opposed to what American horror fans are looking for. They love right. jump scares. That's why yeah. you have Amber whatever Tamblin. Amber Tamblin in the, you know, the closet. The closet. But that's that's not scary. Yeah. So Ringu people. is not jump scary. It's more like <laughs> no, creepy. It's more creepy. It's more like psychological. It's more it's I better, I think. It's not just as I mean, I still like the other one and it scared the crap out of me. Right. But um I don't know. I just think they did it better. But also, during this time, um, all of these, like, because creature features were always a thing, mm-hmm. but kind of like this revamp. Like, because well, we had they reali- Anaconda, we had, yeah. like, Plastic. They probably realized, like, wait, we have way better technology. Let's kind of redo all of these and make them look good. And then they did it, like, right. with Godzilla. And they were like, actually, you guys, can you stop? <laughs> can you guys stop and do this again in, like, 2012? Thanks. Like, we may need to put a pin in this yeah. and come back to it at a later date. Pretty much. Um, okay, so like I said, I cannot just pick one movie from the year 1998. So I'm going to give you the list of, they are all equal in my heart. And I okay. can't pick. And okay. I mean, I would I couldn't not say Halloween H two O. Obviously. As everyone that's ever listened to this fucking podcast knows it's like my favorite movie. <laughs> yeah. But well, didn't also Urban Legend? Yeah. Yeah. Fucking the faculty. Josh, Goddamn Josh Bride Hartnett. of Chucky. Yeah. Yeah. Josh Hartnett had a really good year in nineteen ninety eight. Yeah. Also, side note, we just watched his Black Mirror episode and it was so good. Oh my gosh. This new season of Black Mirror is really good. It's really good. But yeah, I mean I can't pick between all of those movies because they all- they're all kind of different. Yeah. And like, oh, like, dude, Urban, Urban Legend, Legend is so good. It's and like some so of those good. like legends have stuck with me. Like I always oh, yeah. look in the back seat. I oh, God, always same. look if Mike, I mean, granted, I have a clear shower now with like a door, but like I always, if the shower curtain is closed, I have to open it. Cause like, what if there's a killer back there? I'm like, what if my dog's in the microwave? Dude. I know. I'd never <laughs> watch that part. I know. I mean, yeah. It makes me throw up. But like. But Bride of Chucky, like, in my humble opinion, and I think a lot of people would agree with this, is the best Chucky movie. 
I mean, uh, <laughs> wait, did Kermit the Frog just run yeah, in here? literally. Um, or Miss Piggy. Um, I mean, I get what do you're saying. Do it. <laughs> I get where you're coming from. It's definitely. It's just a, such a different vibe because the first one was not trying to be funny or do anything goofy silly girly pop anything like funny girly things like that whereas the third whereas that one is obviously very much i mean it's like doing its own version of scream a little bit which i like yeah poking its finger at chucky itself yeah exactly. yeah not like at the genre but at chucky at chucky and then like the faculty is just so good oh my god i fucking love the faculty i almost put that on mine but then i figured we would at least Talk, talk about, about it. it yeah okay so we are talk now on to the year 1999 y'all and my movie my last three i think all are um foreign films and this is another one from japan and it is audition because that movie is so scary yeah you got me that movie on dvd and i've never even opened it it's still in the plastic i'll take it back oh you want it you can have it i mean i never watch dvds anymore me either i just have them for nostalgic purposes because physical media or die yeah, period. Give me them VHS. Period. But also, I will say, uh, close second, Deep Blue Sea Shut also came up. out because <laughs> my head is like a short spin, you guys. It's crazy to me that, like, that um, Skarsgård is in that movie. Stellar like, Skate, yeah, Stelly. Stellar Skateboard. Yeah. Stellar Skateboard's in that? Why? I think it was a great choice for him. I don't know. It felt like an interesting career Saffron choice for fucking him. Burroughs. Yeah. Literal the mom from you. Not anymore. Oh my god, yeah. Holy Goddamn shit. Saffron Her name's Burrows. Saffron? Yeah, she was she's evil in you and she was evil. She is kinda evil in you. And oh my god, I never realized that she she's is the, the bad mom. guy. Yeah, Saffron Burrows Burroughs totally the, the fuck mom. Up. She loves mom and you. O M G. I know. I'm so my last movie for nineteen ninety nine, which again I think we would you can thank Scream for this movie even coming out, is Idle Hands. Really? Yeah. Because, I mean, Idle Hands very much so. I knew, I also, I knew that would be Morgan's because that, yeah. that's, like, one of Morgan's favorite movies. Like, hello. It's very camp. It's very funny. It's very kind of, like, talking Devin about Sawa's horror movies. Devin Sawa is Fucking hot. Jessica Alba. Hot. hot. So hot in those Seth movies. Green. <laughs> yeah, no, literally, especially after he dies. Come oh, my God. On. And, like, just, like, two things that kind of connect, speaking of the year 1999 and also the movie Idle Hands, um, the... Oh, what band is it? The uh, the uh, the Offspring, who are at the end of that movie. Oh yeah, they were also in the documentary that was made about Woodstock '99. Which, if you have not seen that, there's two of them. There's a Netflix one. There's an HBO one. I personally think the HBO one is better. It's a big. It was a big cultural moment. It's in Fall Out Boy's new version of We Didn't Start the Fire. So, dude, Woodstock '99 is fucking crazy. If you don't know about it, go watch that documentary because I got like literally obsessed with it for a little bit. Like I, I, I like had to join like a Patreon to listen to this podcast about it. It's your new blackfish. It is my new blackfish. Um, and it's a really good documentary, you guys, and it's really fucked up. And the 90s in general, and I'm not going to take credit for any of these thoughts or feelings, but I am reading a book all about the 90s right now and kind of the idea and, like, the feelings, which obviously I'm sure horror really took from, was people were really angry in the 90s. Yeah, and music is very reflective of that. The like, music is Nirvana. so ref- – I mean – and also, no one wanted to sell out. That was also a really oh, big thing. Big thing that now people like, do not care whatsoever. No, people everyone's sell selling out, out for little. And to be nothing. honest, Who yeah, cares? why be depressed and broke when you can be rich and happy? <laughs> exactly. It was a lot of ego, I think. 
it was letting go well, of ego. And what's crazy is, um, was it the Red Hot Chili Peppers or was it? I think it was the Red Hot Chili. No, it wasn't. Can the Give it away. Give it away now. No, it wasn't the Red Hot Chili Peppers. I'm trying to think of which band it was because basically there were all these bands that were like lying and saying that like they were from Seattle, but they weren't. They were from L.A. I think it was. Either way, whatever band that like during that time got so much hate for like selling out, blah, 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 is one of the only bands to this day that still puts on shows. Every member of the band is still alive, doing well, didn't have like this. I need to hang on. Let's pause and I can look it up. Pearl Jam is band I'm talking about. I did not know that all yeah, They were very, very much so, like, everyone kind of made fun of them. Because, like, the lead singer of Pearl Jam, who is, um, who is the lead singer? Vetter, right? Eddie Vetter? No. I'm not sure. I honestly don't know anything about Pearl Jam. I don't either. But, but um, I, yeah, Eddie Vetter. He is specifically from San Diego. He tried to pass off that he was, like, also from... Like the Pacific Northwest? Basically, yeah. Everyone was just like leaving California to move to Seattle because they all wanted to be Nirvana. And Nirvana didn't even want to be Nirvana. They just wanted to drink Starbucks. Dude, who doesn't? We're drinking Starbucks right now. Anyways. So, that was the 90s, guys. Guys, in the next episode, obviously, it's going to be the 60s. Yeah, so do you have any other less thoughts out the 1990s? That you want to say? I mean, the end of the nineties, you were what, like twelve? Yeah, um, I was eight. Shut up. That's not even a funny joke anymore. Um, yeah, ninety-nine, I would have been like almost twelve, eleven-ish. Um, yeah, yeah. Y two K. Scary. So scary. They they figured it out, (laughs) and we're fine. Yeah, thank thank you for the '90s because it was, it was just a cool time, and we'll never have anything like it again. Um, another thing that like is very like that I read it in my book about the '90s is that the '90s is like the time when like so much was coming out, but if you missed it, you'll never see it again. Like like with TV shows, like Seinfeld, like Friends, like if you miss that episode. You better hope they're going to rerun it, and they probably aren't for a very long time. Well, or you have to wait until they at least get, like, or back then at least wait for them to get, like, a hundred episodes in, yeah. for them to come into CBD. Exactly. And so, like, the 90s was, like, the idea of, like, so much, the most was coming out that had ever come out, because we had TV, we had movies, we had everything, and yet, like, it's all kind of, like, lost. I mean, not now, obviously, well, it's easy to find, it but at that time, it's like, if you miss something, you'll never see it again. I mean, there are shows that are, that just probably have never gotten like a digital rights type thing. Yeah. Like, like so like you're probably never gonna see them on like Yeah. Okay. So it's kind of a special thing about the nineties too is like no one cared though. Like back like now if you miss like the newest Game of Thrones episode you'd be like crying throwing up. But like back then if you missed like biggest episode of like the Sopranos that was the two thousands wasn't it? Yeah. Okay, well let's say like Seinfeld. Like you would just fucking get over it and someone would tell you about it. That would be good enough. Yeah, yeah. Well, that was my 1990s friends, and we will be back next week with the 80s.